0: I'm ready.
1: Okay, I'm recording now.
0: This is where I cook. It's where we go. Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for parents and the people who love them. My name's Chad Poe.
1: And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. So, Chad, what is the word of the day?
0: Lydia, our word is bonus, as in premium, as in awesome, because this is our bonus episode.
1: Mm, I love good bonuses in life. As a child, I really loved extra credit, you know, when you're taking a test. So I feel like today is our extra credit day.
0: Your Christmas bonus at work. You ever get one of those bad boys? Yeah. Bonuses are awesome.
1: So this episode, we are just chatting about life and all the things and we asked our friends to ask us questions so we just want to take the time to thank the people who are part of this community and be sure to subscribe rate and review this podcast on apple podcast
0: yes please do not penalize us by giving us two three or four star hot garbage keep that to yourself yeah we've got questions uh lydia hopefully we'll have answers so what we can do is just tackle these and just ask us anything, and we'll see if we have an answer for it all.
1: Yep. So on our social accounts, personal and for the Hold On podcast, we asked if you, our listeners, have any questions. We are asking each other some of these questions. Some of them were, I don't know. They were just not, they were not questions at all. But some of our friends asked really good questions, so we're going to answer the really good ones.
0: (laughs) Our friends concern us, and these friends who've become friends, they are less concerning because they're kinder and gentler people. But you know who you are. Uh, So uh, the first question we have is from Lisa. Shout out to Lisa. We all know who Lisa is. Our number one listener, Lydia McMillan's mother. That's my Uh, mom. I know, Lisa, <laughs> Lisa asked this, and I'm going to let you lead us into this after I read said question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yankee Candle announced that they have a brand new candle for 2021. The scent of the year is called Discovery. Mm. Uh, she goes on to say that that makes sense because we've all been cooped up and we need a scent that reflects our desire to go out and and be about. And Anyway, if you could create a candle using your three favorite smells, your most favorite smells, Mm. what would they be? What would that candle be? What would those, what would the smells encompass?
1: Okay. For me personally, I love the smell of a autumn day right after they have uh, mode the football field because I was in marching band and that just takes me you? back to
0: high school. Wait, stop. Stop. Hold. hold the, I know this hold, is a shocker. <laughs> hold on. Hold the microphone. You were in marching band.
1: I was in marching band. I know we talk about this every week, so it's not, no one is surprised by this news. (laughs) I was the drum major. I was first chair flute. I know, I know. But anyway, that smell of a freshly cut football field, although I never played sports really, um, I really enjoy that smell. Um, I was born in Virginia Beach, so I love the beach, the Outer Banks. So I'd love to capture that smell. Um, And I'd probably go with, um some sort of flower maybe uh do hydrangeas like maybe that kind of smell or like a rose or something some flowery smell you know just to keep it light and airy
0: if you were to put a group of flowers in a lineup Mm -hmm. the only one that I could identify is the rose and maybe the tulip and that's just because of Calvinism (laughs) so I don't know what a hydrangea is uh the smell of grass um it kind of gets to me yeah
1: um, don't without the allergies you don't want the well, allergy part you just yeah want we got to take that out
0: that. of this candle you know <laughs> if it were up to me it's a poe household we would have um like brady bunch plastic grass but we don't mm. so my three cents i do love a good cinnamon uh, I, I love uh, brown sugar uh, that's true. And I think that's just because of the new drink at Starbucks, the, uh, have you seen this new one? Starbucks has a new drink. that's oatmeal, brown sugar. I do like the the scent of, of brown sugar. And then if I were to have a third scent that I just love. I, most of my scent association is with food. And I'm not sure if food goes into a good candle. Like, yeah. Sometimes I love the smell do. of bacon, but I don't know okay. if I need... I mean, I'm talking about hearty foods. Of course, any sugary thing's going to smell good because it's the sugar that's kind of running through whatever. But bacon, would that be yeah. a good scent? I don't think bacon would be a good scent. I think it'd be weird. Mm-hmm. Like freshly baked pizza, I love that scent. I don't know if it needs to be on a candle. Mm-hmm. I think that people would be anti that. So we'll go with my initial two. Final answer. Uh, the third is a mystery scent up to the designer at Yankee Candle.
1: Well, we have Bridget that asks, what's the weirdest smell you've ever smelt, knowing that we're both parents and uh, have children?
0: I've worked, you know, I do have children. I've also worked in student ministry in some capacity for years. Um, I was also a, a... a teenager at one point years ago, the worst thing that I've ever smelled when a kid's sneakers get wet and there's no stopping clean to them. It's horrendous. I would put it up against any other odor and say, it's just rank because it amalgamates all of these other odors that are like the sweat of the child with the wetness it is gross.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. I'd have to concur. That is the weirdest, most pungent smell I've ever smelt. Is just like kids outside, like especially like if it rains, that like kind of like wet dog smell. That's like outdoors and dirt and musky, ugh. musty, musty. Yeah, no, that's the when weirdest you, smell.
0: When your kids smell like dogs, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible.
1: Uh, Oh I, oh I
0: can't I can't what is your funniest parenting moment from our friend Aaron mm.
1: I, I don't know if it's funny or not but my children will randomly pick up stuff you know just like off tv shows or whatever and I I absolutely love when they use like big words like you would be like oh that's That's just a very grown up way to ask that question or say that phrase. And we get that a lot from Ezra. He's our very creative child. And it's so funny to hear him be like talking in such a way that I was like, whoa, that's a very, and like, he doesn't say it incorrectly. He says it within context and actually correct. And I'm like,
0: whoa. (laughs) The Poe children have vast vocabularies. Thanks to their mother. Mm. Uh, They don't get that from me, but they really will say things that throw me off a lot of times as to, hey, that doesn't belong to your five-year-old self. That's something you have picked up from somewhere else. Um, I would say, well, Charlie, my second son, he believes certain song lyrics are... um, the way that he hears song lyrics on the radio or on Spotify or whatever, it, it's always hilarious to me. Uh, his mother pointed out to me that he was listening to the Bon Jovi song, living on a prayer. And he really kept requesting it because he thought it was living on a prairie and he likes to be outside.
1: <laughs> uh, That's amazing.
0: And you know that uh, there's that song, Holy Water. Have you heard that? It's a Christian no. song. Okay. What? No. You're supposed to know this your forgiveness it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay yes, so yes i
1: have heard that
0: the song says your forgiveness is like sweet sweet honey on my lips and mm-hmm. charlie remembered that charlie heard and interpreted this to say your forgiveness is like sweet sweet honey on my legs and it's the best <laughs> just let him uh, go with it
1: yeah you know oh,
0: nothing like that forgiving leg honey
1: Uh, yeah we do have some some funny especially when they're younger a little and just figuring things out Ezra and well Elsie too they are they're extroverts I'm an introvert I will speak when spoken to and uh, so we'll go out on walks in the park um, and so we're we're just now like being able to go outside because of the weather's nicer and all that kind of stuff but they will just initiate conversation with anyone and Ezra will be like hello, how are you doing? And then they'll say, oh, I'm good. He's like, it's such a nice day outside. We're having such a good time, (laughs) like, We're just walking, buddy. Keep walking.
0: All the while with his shoes on the wrong feet. I've seen pictures of that kid. He is a consistent. He's he's batting about 67 when it comes to shoes on the correct foot.
1: Right. Uh, all right. So Cherie had asked, if you were on death row, what would be your request for your last meal?
0: Well, I think Ezra and I are going to agree on this. One, I don't know why I'm on death row, Cherie. I'm not sure that I appreciate you placing me there. I would probably go with uh, pizza and hot wings.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Could you eat if you were eating your last meal, though? No, I don't think I could.
1: Mm-mm.
0: That that yeah. That, what what would yours be?
1: I mean, honestly, I'm a Weight Watchers right now. And you guys know I'm an Enneagram one. So I'm a perfectionist. So I feel like I would need to eat within my points to the very, <laughs> to the very end.
0: I appreciate <laughs> you holding on to that.
1: Uh, so probably some, let me modif- something from Chick-fil-A.
0: <laughs> let me modify her question. Okay. I want to ask you this way.
1: Okay.
0: You're on death row. And you can go do anything. But you've got to come back and finish out said death. Mm. What would you go do?
1: If I had to do anything?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, can I go, like, say goodbye to my family? Is that something? Or do you, like,
0: i think they give going you on a trip to, to Disney. Your pick.
1: I'm going to take my family to Disney. And I want to stay in a nice resort.
0: Not, you don't want to stay in the All-Star Hotels?
1: No. I want to stay in the fancy one where the monorail goes through it. That one is that the contemporary?
0: The one where like monkeys are in the trees around you.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be cool too. I'll take I'll take any of the fancy ones. I would That's love good. to do that. That's good. Okay. Another one um that she had asked, if something huge happened to you and you needed to be interviewed on TV, who would you choose to interview you?
0: I believe this is gets some life from the recent um Megan interview. And Harry, is her name Harry?
1: Yep. His name is Harry. So Oprah, inter-
0: yeah, that's true. If if Oprah <laughs> interviewed the, them, I don't know that I would want Oprah to interview me. Okay. You know, I guess it depends on the setting and the situation. Maybe we go with a Amari Povich if we're trying to get some, some news out to the world that we want to mm. just blow a scandal wide open. But I'm not here to blow scandals wide open. Yeah. Someone calm. I appreciate Anderson Cooper. I think he's okay. helpful. What about you?
1: I'm going with Hoda and Jenna from the Today Show, the later Today Show, because um, I love Jenna. And uh, Hoda's pretty cool, too. But I think they would just, like, bring life to the party. They'd be, like, hanging out. Maybe we could, like, hang out at Jenna Bush Hager's house and, like, see her family and her kids and stuff. I'm cool with that.
0: Well, if you were there with Hoda and Kathy Lee, you guys would be sauced by 10 30 in the morning they they start drinking champagne so fast
1: right so kathy lee's gone and jenna's in so that's why i'm like
0: i know how the today show works i've lived (laughs) in a pandemic
1: (laughs) yeah so i i think it would just be like way relaxed and like way chill i feel like there was moments in the oprah interview where she was just like I don't know, like, just very shocked at the news and information that was coming through. And I feel like Hoda and Jenna, yeah, they would relate. But also, I think they'd be like, oh, that's cool. But it also may be because uh, they had one too many drinks. So, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like they're down to earth. They're they're just like all of us. They're cool. And they're later on in the morning. You know? They're not right at 7, 6 o'clock when you wake up.
0: They're, well, they're like, just trying to get the business out there. <laughs> to 30. It's like, these are the people who stay home, and we're <laughs> going to give them a relaxation opportunity, exactly. have some good times. Uh, yeah. The Maybe I would have Rachel Nichols from the NBA, because if she interviews you, it means you're in a professional basketball player, and I would be great at that. Not Hello. playing professional basketball, but interviewing as if I was a professional basketball player. Okay, okay. Would you rather? Okay. The would you rather questions are fun. Would you rather go without shampoo for the rest of your life or toothpaste for the rest of your life?
1: That's really hard for me, as I like.
0: I like like my hair to be clean and to brush my teeth.
1: I know, right? I guess I would, because like, because of COVID and you're wearing masks. So maybe you just wear a mask for the rest of your life and don't brush your teeth, but then your teeth fall out and then you have to get dentures. So then you're just putting them in a solution and then you're fine. I'm really thinking this through. So I would probably say I'm going without the toothpaste so I can shampoo knowing that I'm going to have to get dentures and put them in. What is that called? Like the, the solution that dentures go in, which is not toothpaste. It's different. So I think that's my final answer. (laughs)
0: I think it's it's simple for me. Hmm. I, I have to have toothpaste and I can shave my head.
1: It's fine. Right. There's not a lot of women that, I mean, and some women can pull it off and then, but not for me. We're not
0: here to judge those who can. If you yeah. can pull off a shaved head, you are affirmed by the Hold On podcast. We are on your side.
1: Yes. Encouraged. I, I can't. I would be really hard. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with shampoo. And there's just moments where... I'm like, you know what? I just need to go wash my hair. Like, that just makes me feel better to wash my hair. Does it? I don't go and say, I just need to go brush. I mean, maybe when I eat something weird. But again, if I have dentures, it doesn't matter.
0: Well, with that mask also, I mean, if you're wearing that mask for the rest of your life, which some people tell me might. Other people tell me, take it off last week. (laughs) 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 Hashtag Texas forever. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose (laughs) <laughs> if they tell you to, you know, if you're wearing a mask for the rest of your life, then you you get that junk covered up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whether it's your stanky breath or your toothlessness. You don't even yeah. need the dentures. No, I, I just need you to be able to speak eloquently because I plan for this podcast to be going for that long. <laughs>
1: um, okay, another would you rather. Would you rather hit a red light for the rest of your life? I think they mean like always get a red light when you come to, not like physically hitting a red light. Would you always get a hit a red light for the rest of your life or always get slow internet after the sun goes down?
0: A red light for the rest of my life. Yeah. I guess I would choose slow internet, but that's hard. I am a, I like forward momentum. Mm -hmm. I like for things to move from point A to point B rapidly whether that's in traffic or the speed of my Wi-Fi, So this is much more difficult than do I want to shave my head or have stanky breath. Oh. So I'm going with, I'll go with slow internet after the sun goes down because I can still get that fast internet up in the day. Mm. What's your answer?
1: Oh, I'm going red light every time. And I'm just going to factor in the extra time spent at a red light for my travels because I need, we've lived in the days of dial up and of you've got mail and I can't, I can't go back.
0: Lydia, you don't leave your house. Of course you'd choose a red light. Y- y'all been hauled up out there on the I main don't even streets. know
1: what a red light is. I mean.
0: <laughs> What's a light? Is there not someone in there flagging traffic?
1: Honestly, like there's a lot of stop signs. I mean, I do have like two or three red lights, but that's not too much. Hmm. It's fine. It's really fine. And get, get your orders delivered. Like then you don't have to go out at all.
0: Then you've got to plan for their red lights.
1: Hey, if you want a link to my uh, Instacart, I can give you a promo code.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I don't know what I've signed myself up for. <laughs> podcast wise.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right, here's a good one. Give up social media or eat the same dinner for the rest of your life.
0: I would choose dinner. I would eat the same dinner for the rest of my life. There are some consistent things in my life that I can eat. If I got a little variance up in the day, I posted on the on the twit on the Twitter box the other day uh, a good question that no one wanted to answer. How many days in a row could you eat pizza? You can vary the toppings all you want to. How many days in a row could you eat pizza? Every I could day. go Yeah, I could go at least a month. Oh
1: with I could go for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. So but with this question in particular, I think if I've got a little bit of variant at, mo- at breakfast and at lunch, honestly, if you've ever been in an airport, they'll serve you whatever, whenever you want it. It doesn't even matter. I'll turn my dinners into breakfast and my breakfast into dinner. Cause I don't even eat breakfast half the time. I'll invert my day. There you go. You?
1: Yeah. I'm going the, the same route. I'm saying same dinner for the rest of my life. Honestly, with Weight Watchers. Hello. Um, It just makes it so much easier to be consistent with a meal and go, oh, I know the exact amount of points this is going to be. I'm just going to eat it. But also, um, I was in a clubhouse room the other night when they were talking about creatives and creativity, and they were talking about how repetitiveness in certain circumstances is really healthy for a creative because then that gives you more room to create in other avenues and areas of your life. And so for meals, it just makes it so much easier just to say, this is the meal that I'm gonna eat. So every morning I have the same thing and it just makes it so much easier through the day. Cause I know I don't have to plan for that. It just, it is what it is. And so they'll switch that to dinner. Let's make it pizza every day. That's awesome.
0: Okay. Uh, well, that sounds good to me. You know, right now i have just ordered a bowl Uh, from chipotle with cauliflower rice i don't even know what's going to happen there that's the worst of that type of vegetable we're going to do it why not
1: yeah one step at a time
0: scott asks if the devil were to explode and i'm assuming he means satan himself not someone he's projecting demonic things upon Hmm. if the devil were to explode and evil were gone forever what sort of party would you have
1: I don't even know what to make of this question. Um, i I guess, like, I think maybe there's an anticipation that I would have a bad party, like <laughs> and make incorrect choices, but honestly, he that, like
0: you saw that pizza roll, maybe <laughs> carrot Chris the super Bowl party you threw, and he judged.
1: I'm very good at parties, okay, especially <laughs> uh, during this season of lockdown, <laughs> okay.
0: Um, that, man, that man said, look at Lydia. Oh, all right. Her Super Bowl party is this. Okay. What if the <laughs> devil blows up? What kind of party is she going to throw? Oh, just, you know, the com- the combination pizza rolls with hummus for the carrots. Let's dial it up <laughs>
1: I'm going to get crazy. I'm going to add color to the brown, <laughs> the brown offerings <laughs> that I offered
0: at my party. It was very brown. I will give you that.
1: It was Look, very, brown. very brown. I can give we you a carrots? couple of answers.
0: What's <laughs> your <Winter> orange? <laughs> Let me give you a couple of uh, just a response. Number one, if uh, there's a silly response and a helpful response, which do you want? Like, so what I would say from a, the perspective of Christianity is the devil is not why we have evil. Evil is why we have evil. Evil is not Mm -hmm. an outside thing. Evil is an interior thing. It's, it's something that takes place inside of us that we, that needs to be dealt with supernaturally. It's not something that we avoid. So if the devil's gone, removed completely from society, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I've still got to deal with me, and I've got to deal with the, the things inside of me that make me want to run away from the fruit of the Spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: that's my serious answer. My um, my funny answer would be an eternal one. Duh. So <laughs> robes, halos,
1: Whoa, wine like getting, in the Bible. It's <laughs> <is> getting fancy. <laughs> Let's get Bible, it. Bible wine.
0: I don't know if I just threw a party or we had or we went to Bible Land in Orlando. It's
1: it's just like an adventures and odyssey when they had the Halloween episode and they dressed up as bible characters right. for Halloween. That's, That's exactly right. what we would have. Is a Christian Halloween party. Man. All right. Jennifer, uh, she asked, why didn't you name any of your sons Edgar Allen?
0: I think that's for you. You know, when I was in high school, we had to take care of that egg. I told you a little bit about that. And I named my egg Edgar Allen Poe, E-G-G-A-R. Mm. Uh, but uh, in the discussions of children naming, when we were having said children, I leaned into uh, the fact that I trust my wife a lot, and mm-hmm. she she knows cool-sounding things, things that work together. Yeah. So that's kind of probably why. And Edgar Allen, you know, Edgar's a tough. That's a, that's a tough hang right there. Yeah. you know my name, Edgar, that you like to be re- around? Maybe there is, but I don't know him.
1: No judgment that dude wrote the, Edgar.
0: He wrote The Raven. When my kid was going through that for one of his English classes, he couldn't sleep for a couple of nights.
1: So rude. Come on Edgar. Yeah. When we were coming up with our names, I just knew I wanted to do Bible names. And our first is, his name is Finn, uh, Phineas. And we love the show Phineas and Ferb. So we named him Phineas and then Ezra. Cause it's another Bible name that we really loved. And Ezra is a pretty good guy in the Bible. Um, he's got his own book and stuff. And then, so when we came and figured out that Elizabeth Elsie was going to be a girl, I like had no names. like we did not agree on anything. And so we were just like, well, my middle name's Elizabeth and Josh, Josh's middle name is Lane. So let's just call her Elizabeth Lane. So that's kind of like how we landed on it. And then it was like two or three years later, I was like looking up Disney facts and trivia because I mean, who, I mean, I got just random time looking up Disney facts and the name of the three ghosts outside of the haunted mansion. Do you want to know what their names are?
0: Van, Ezra and Elizabeth. No,
1: Phineas, Ezra, and Gus. And I said, oh, well, I'm glad we didn't have a boy and have to name him Gus. So.
0: I wanted a name. I did like the name Augustine. And I was mm. told that's really what shut me down, I think, at the house for naming children. No, <laughs> I, I thought about Malachi. Hope said that's one of the children yeah. of the corn. Oh. We. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's all good.
1: I really liked the name Reuben and then my mom made reference to the sandwich and then I was like, I can't do it.
0: I think we're done here. You know, <laughs> one of my kids' name is Shepherd, spelled like the Bible, like the mm-hmm. the occupation, the vocation. And yeah. because I work with churches, I always thought, man, people know how to say that, spell that, whatever. Nope, not true at all. I've had oh, kids goodness. say, hey, is your kid's name Shafar? No, <laughs> that's a Bible horn or the villain <laughs> on Aladdin. The <laughs> It's not anyway (laughs)
1: all right leah had asked why um why can the vols never beat the gators
0: she can keep that to herself we're working through it (laughs) next year next year
1: i didn't even know what a volunteer was like i had worked summer camps and i'm not familiar with any of the sec schools right because we were acc over on the east coast so i was kind of familiar with those but again i didn't grow up doing sports or anything and so we we would make snow cones during hang time like during their free free time and they would make like a volunteer snow cone and it was orange and i was like i don't even know what this is referenced to until they had to tell me that it was like
0: Tennessee. somebody corrected you right yes. like
1: I'm like, look, we're all volunteers and leading others to Christ. And this is our tribute.
0: When we <laughs> make the snow cones, let's make an orange one and make it look beaten and battered like it's been through a lot. That's that's me. <laughs> the last 20 some odd years.
1: I'm so sorry. All right. Aaron also asked, "Would you would you rather have a time machine or a teleporter?
0: You know, I think that this is a great superpower question. It's a turn on the on the whole superpower question. You know what I'm talking yep. about?
1: Yep.
0: For me, I believe the greatest and and I got this from my very wise wife. I think the greatest superpower someone could have would be teleportation. Mm. Do you? How much? Why do you need to turn back time if you can teleport? You. Maybe. I mean, I get if you'd make a mistake or whatever, but you're never going to be late unless you're just one of those late people who like wakes up at 857 and it takes you, you know, you're supposed to be somewhere at nine and you like try to brush your teeth or or wash your hair or do both. And yeah, I, I think teleportation, if you're in a fight, teleportation is awesome because you just keep landing good blows unless you're a bad teleporter and then you get beat up really bad. I would choose teleportation over a time machine. Cher wouldn't. If I could turn back time. Oh my God. If I could find a way.
1: So there's that show Timeless. Did you ever watch that?
0: I don't think it was so. Like,
1: um, it was back in like 2016. It had Abigail Spencer in it. And they had like some sort of time machine where they would go back into pivotal moments in time and like bad guys also had a time machine and so they were rewriting things and then things were being like they would go back to normal time and things would be missing or corrupt or whatever
0: this is like quantum leap
1: yeah yeah ish but it was a it was a tv show so they only got like i think it was an hour long episode anyway it only ran for two seasons
0: i wasn't have you not watched quantum leap no who are what i forget young people (laughs) (laughs)
1: so anyway I really liked that show and so I think I might like to go back in time and just experience things as they actually happened and maybe also tell the truth I mean obviously I would tell the truth but tell like actually how it happened like (laughs) obviously I love Jesus I tell the truth Um, but I think that that's what I would love to do is just go and experience like pivotal moments in history and then like tell people actually what happened yeah as a yeah. first person account
0: but you wouldn't be a first person account if you're I coming from.
1: if i went to go experience it
0: so if you won that could be morbid like you go back to undo a murder so you go back you watch the murder of abraham lincoln and then I'm you not go going to murders for sure. well, what kind of crimes are you solving those are the I'm worst not, kind of crimes.
1: I'm not solving the crimes. I'm like going back to when they were writing like the Dead Sea Scrolls, that kind of stuff. I ain't going back to like Titanic.
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Don't to sink.
1: <laughs> I'm not changing it. There's no way I'm going to be like, hey, here comes a glacier. Watch out for that. No.
0: You would not be able to tell them to watch out for the glacier. You need to let them know, hey, you know how you said this can't sink? That's a lie.
1: (laughs) They wouldn't believe me.
0: Well, if you had evidence, just print out the Wikipedia page. Just print out the Wikipedia page travel with it. Put it in your pocket. Does stuff travel with you?
1: Surely not.
0: I would hope if I time travel, if that ever is a possibility, that something would take place where the clothes that I had on would change to fit that time
1: very like WandaVision
0: very much like when when Monica went into spoiler when Monica went into the hex and she had Mm -hmm. on uh yeah that's what I need because otherwise you look a weirdo
1: well in timeless they have to like they have a room that's full of different clothes like period clothes and they know when they're switching the dial where they're going back to and make sure they have period clothing
0: I just think quantum leap sounds like a better show (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, I'm clearly glad- because timeless only ran for two seasons <clears throat> okay I- last question what is the worst mess your kids ever made and how did you handle it
0: i'm sure it happened when i wasn't there but as far as me being there there was one time hope was out of town for something and when she got back in town I was just thankful I'd survived and the house looked catastrophic. So when she got home, I just held up the white flag. like I, Tag your it? No, there was no tag. I, I just, for me, I'm a list, I need lists. Mm. So there are people who function at a higher capacity than I do and they look at the scenario and they say, oh, this, 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 and this need to be done. And they can start buzzsawing into all of those things and get it all taken care of. My super wife, she functions like that. Whereas when I'm overwhelmed, I look at the scenario and I say, oh, no. Oh, uh oh, like when I messed up on a solo at church one time. I literally said that into the microphone because I was trying to follow the sound of the lady playing keys. Oh, no. uh Oh. And then I thank the people for putting up with it. And it was one of those times in my life. I looked around and I thought, I don't know where to start. And I don't know what needs to happen. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was one of those bad deals where she had to rescue me.
1: I was out a couple of uh, weekends ago visiting with some family. And so Josh had all three kids here. And it rained and uh, they were playing in the mud and the mud puddles and so I got the cute videos of all of them jumping in mud puddles and mud all over, falling over in the mud. And then um, Josh later tells me after I get home and everything is cleaned up, that Elsie, um, after the the mud bath, ran inside all over <laughs> on the carpet and everything, too, I think, like with her mud outfit and shoes. <laughs> And I was very glad that I wasn't there. I think I would have freaked out just a little bit. Um, But he took care of it. And he's a much better person than I am. And uh, everyone's alive. And they had a really great fun time.
0: Man, fun. There are times things get so fun, you almost got to look at your kid and say, okay, this has been special enough. Let's move on. Right. Well, we are glad that we could give you some um, lock stock answers to your very random questions. Uh, We will do this from time to time just for the fun of it. Uh, We do want to let you know where the podcast is heading, what we've been doing, how we've been doing it. Uh, Lydia, she's really the workhorse behind the Hold On podcast. I hope you're not offended by me referring referencing a horse, but feel free to cut that out. (laughs) <laughs> she makes this thing happen. She posted a, a questionnaire and we got some, you know, replies as to, hey, these are things I would love to hear you guys talk about. We always talk about being a parenting podcast. In all honesty, we use parenting as a diving board to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Am I right?
1: Yeah, we are parents, but this isn't your traditional parenting podcast, we're not going to be talking about disciplining your children or um, fun activity. I mean, yeah, from time to time, we'll talk about things that we're doing with our families um, and the parties that yeah. we have. But
0: And I'll share that. I mean, honestly, when you begin to talk about disciplining children and things, there is such a variant in how to do that. You don't want to be locked on the internet with what your opinion is because that's when the judges come and who needs the judges?
1: Not this podcast.
0: And I am not sure I'm good at it. I know my wife's amazing, but if you're like, Chad, tell me what to do. Give me five tips. Here are my five tips. Call Hope, number one. Number two, you go to Chick-fil-A. Number three, and I could go on and on down the list. Number three, go get yourself a, a relaxation time, whatever that means to you. Number four, go to Target. Walk around. People call it Target, but whatever. Number five, go pick up a snow cone that's my five that that is how you discipline your children that's my online answer uh,
1: yeah so this this podcast is definitely branched out we're not and we have not always just been for parents this is for parents and the people who love them but now we're like i would say family-based but also like come as you are you may not have a family you may not have kids and that's okay because we don't all, really talk all are about- welcome here
0: <laughs> all are we're welcome really- here
1: talk about all those things all the time usually it's just lighthearted. hey i'm i'm suffering i'm going through this mess my weight watchers points keep adding up this is real life
0: it's banter based that's what i would say this is a banter based podcast full of uh healthy conversation about making life a little bit uh, just laughing at what you're going through
1: yes humorous dealings with our everyday lives and what we're up to so I know a lot of people have said, OK, well, what's next for the podcast? And we've talked about um, doing book club or hang time on Facebook group or um, asking about Bible studies, that sort of thing. I mean, we, Chad, you have a a devotional, right?
0: Yeah, I've got a devotional I've written. I've also teach regularly at my church. And, you know, we even work through the idea of doing some teaching moments here, actual teaching moments, not just whatever
1: so we'd love to hear from you and dms um with any suggestions and things and now that we're diving into spring we may have more opportunities to connect with you guys in other ways so um we'd love to do that and we will continue to do the podcast as long as you guys keep listening um but make sure you share um rate and review and let us know how you're how you're doing and um we just get a lot of responses in our facebook group that's where we kind of go back and forth and have a lot of laughs and everything. And so we just really appreciate you guys and this community.
0: Lydia has proven herself to be incredibly caring when it comes to that group. And she needs, I just want to encourage her with that. I think she does want to give people a place, especially when all of this started a place to be. And, you know, when I jumped in and said, what if we did this conversation through a podcast, it was really you know, good to think about, but she's really always thought about that, the idea of the community that comes with all of this. And there are scriptures that come to mind for for all of us about being together and and why we would even choose to do something like this. Lydia, what's your favorite passage in, re, in regard to that?
1: Yeah, um, as we were talking through this episode, it made me think of Matthew 5, where it talks about being a light. You're a light of the world. City on a hill cannot be hidden. And um, I hope that this podcast gives a little light and just shines um, in such a way where they can see what we're up to and glorify God.
0: Yeah. First Peter talks about finally all of you be like minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and be humble. Uh, the idea of us realizing that our faith is really bigger than and our walk with the Lord is, is bigger than maybe the denominational barriers that we grew up with. It, it's bigger, you know, the, the God is for us and the person of Christ. He's shown us that. And, and I've, I've loved doing this. Love the conversation that's come with it. Lydia, this has been a fun conversation yet again. Our bonus conversation, an extra special bonus episode. Could you let the good people know who are listening for the first time or maybe for the first time in a long time, places to stay in touch with us?
1: Yes. On Instagram and Twitter, we are at hold on podcast on Facebook. We are hold on pod. And uh, come find our hold on group where we get to interact with you guys and hang out. This has been really fun.
0: We are grateful that you guys would listen. Make sure that you uh, check out the new graphic that Lydia has designed for the podcast. So thank you guys so much.